And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and I also have with me, of course, my co-host, uh, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber. And uh, we got a very special show uh, that uh, we're going to step away from uh, uh, looking at uh, the North-South All-Star Game for 1996. That'll be down the road here. Uh, but we're going to be talking about the State Clinic, which is lined up for us here uh, starting next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, um, And we have a very special guest with us, Coach Bob Prescott, and I'm going to let Coach Ted Huber take over and introduce Coach as well. And just uh, welcome to the show. So, Coach Huber. Thank you. Do that. Okay, here it, here it is. Everything you wanted to know about the IFTA football clinic is right here. You because bet. we've got Bob Prescott, who knows everything about it because he's been involved for so long. So welcome, Bob, and appreciate you taking your time. I know you're busy because uh, you got a day job, and uh, Bum and I don't have one. <laughs> Well, at this time of year, at this time of year, it does get a little hectic and busy. You know, we're eight days away from our uh, 45th IFCA State Clinic. And so uh, we're wrapping things up and taking care of all the final details. But uh, we're excited about what we're going to be able to offer our membership this year. So how, uh, how and when did you get involved in this, Bob? You know, I... As I start to think about things, for me, I had some mentors that just have been great guys in the IFCA, um, Bob Bridge, Dave Land, Ted, yourself. I can remember, and I don't even know what the event was, but I remember I was with Jeff Adamson, and we had the opportunity to come down to Muncie. I don't know if there was a clinic or something going on, and, and we went out for breakfast with you. And as a young coach, I was just a sponge trying to be around guys that had great hearts and served our association. You know, I think about Russ Isaac, Bill Sharp. Um, those guys have just been so invaluable to me and, and teaching me what it means to serve our IFCA. Got an opportunity in 1998. Jeff Adamson was the director of the state clinic. And at that time, you were a director for a year. The previous year leading up to that, you were a co-director, which meant you really didn't do anything. It was kind of a title position. And Jeff had asked me if I'd like to serve in that capacity. And I said, yes. <laughs> um, and so as, as I start thinking back into those, those years, um, Dave Shelbourne was such an integral part of the clinic back then in those days getting a chance to be around Dave and how he operated really kind of ran the clinic for us. You know, we had a director and a co-director, but Dave Shelbourne done a lot. And then you got John Mallory and the Franklin central staff that was man to door registration and just being around those guys, you know, John's uh, welcome to Indianapolis gentlemen. Um, uh, what a great guy. And Jerry Stauffer, at that time was athletic director at Warren Central, was helping Dave Land with the exhibit. Uh, you know, and as I got into the directorship the following year, Dave Shelbourne had said, you know, you guys do this for a year and you put too much time and effort into it and you realize you'd kind of make a lot of mistakes and you'd probably do things a little bit differently. 
And so I thought, you know, that makes a lot of sense. And I just wanted to be able to serve. So I went to the executive board and said, what do you think about a committee format? And, and you know, we can tr- try to tweak and make this clinic get better and better every year and fine-tune things and be a little more productive with our time, not make the same mistakes year after year. And they were on board with it. So I've been involved with the clinic ever since. Yes, very involved with the clinic Mm -hmm. ever since. Mm -hmm. As you think about it, what are the major differences right now? And maybe throw in some improvements along the way uh, since you became involved in it. And now it's 2022. Well, you know, for some of our our coaches that are listening, kind of go down memory lane. You know, most of us that are older remember what we call the Dave Land Inn. At that time, we were hosting the, the clinic itself at high school, at a high school, and it was Warren Central at the mm-hmm. time. But our central headquarters was a hotel off of Post Road, and it changed names several times, so we just called it Dave Land Dance. <laughs> and at that time, on, on uh, used to be a college smoker where all the colleges would come in mm-hmm. and have a table, and you could go around and talk to each one of the Indiana schools, anywhere from Division Three on up, and talk about your kid. You know, that's something that we don't do anymore. Um, I remember getting down there, and if the weather was nice, uh, guys would take uh, tables from inside their hotel room because there's there's only a two story or three story hotel. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember Coach uh, Coach Mark Hoffman from Valparaiso. If it was nice out. His coaches would be outside on the little patio playing cards and just having a good time. Just the fellowship and camaraderie that our coaches had are things that I remember from back then. Um, in 2004, we moved from Warren Central uh, to Lawrence North High School. Um, and then in 2008, we moved from the Dave Land Inn to the current hotel that we're at as far as having rooms and doing that. But we didn't officially move to the uh, Sheridan Hotel for our in-house clinic in two, until 2013. And that was the same year that we also started introducing the Thursday night part of our clinic. Um, now, there was always an informal Thursday night social. And some of those uh, socials were legendary, and I don't want to go into detail about <laughs> that. But some great nights of getting the network and meeting some some guys as a young coach that I just looked up to. And, you know, sometimes that social lasted all night and into Friday morning. Um, but for me as a young guy being a sponge, those informal Thursday night socials were just so invaluable to me. But on our 2013, our first Thursday night was Ball State agreed to come in. And we kind of turned that over to them that however you want this to be format wise um, and for for guys that are familiar with the, the Sheridan Hotel, um, we used suites 8, 9, and 10 that year. Didn't have the plaza ballrooms, um, but have had beverages available. And what Ball State really done was they just turned their position coaches loose, and, and they would be in a corner of that room, and each one of them would have a crease board or something to write, would just share drills and concepts. And that's that was a great first Thursday night. Really was critical for us and where our clinic is now and the way they handled that. 
And as we've done that, we just kind of set up a rotation where Ball State was, was Thursday night and then Friday night would, would either be Purdue and then maybe Saturday morning IU. We tried to set up a rotation with those three schools. Um, some other things that have kind of changed are things we've done throughout the years with the clinic. At one point, we had a high school exchange program where we may offer, you know, the Illinois Association and the Wisconsin Association, even the Michigan Association, and said, hey, we'll send a high school speaker up to your clinic if you'll send someone down to us. Mm-hmm. And, and for a time, that was really good for us. I think one of the best things we've ever done with the clinic, and I think we need to evaluate getting back to, is our Legends program. Mm-hmm. And, Ted, you know, you might even want to talk about that for a minute, but Ted would MC it and come up with questions, but some of the legends in our coaching profession in the state, we would get them up on stage and there'd be two of them and Ted would sit in the middle and just ask them questions. And, and I think the content and the information uh, that was out there, especially for young coaches on how to build a program and how do you do this in certain situations was really, I think one of the best things we've ever done at the clinic. Ted, you want to share a little bit about the, the Legends program and what we were doing with that? Yeah, the idea came from the American Football Coaches Association. Uh, the Waco guy, uh, when, he took over, when he took over, uh, that became a very big part of their program, okay? And it was uh, – I thought it was fun, and I thought it was a great situation. Uh, you know, we had Dullahan and uh, uh, Chris Deesman one time, mm-hmm. and we had uh, Chuck Stevens, and we had uh, Bill Sharp because they were buddies before, and we had just different people. And then probably uh, one of the best ones we ever had was a solo with Dave Land. Mm-hmm. But anyway uh, – the whole idea was that, like you said, it was a it was a chance for young coaches uh, to hear what the number one to find out who those old guys were that were walk, walking around, and uh, they'd heard the names, but maybe they didn't know who they were. And um, one of the big drawbacks was uh, I can remember one night sitting on the stage, if you will, and looking out before we were going to start. And all I could see was old guys. Right. And there wasn't uh, young guys. Okay. And so we never did quite get it to the point where the young guys bought into it. So uh, I think that's one of the reasons why we don't have it anymore, Bob. Yeah. And I, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. And I think it's something that our committee will evaluate at trying to find a way to bring that back. Um, you know, I mentioned that we had kind of the, the three bigger Division One schools was our first rotation. We started to bring Indiana State into the fold. They were kind of a Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. But we definitely gave Indiana State a spot. But now we're trying to rotate all four of those schools through and give them plenty of time to speak at our clinic each year. Mm-hmm. Um, so really there's a Thursday night component. There's also a, now a Friday afternoon, a Friday evening, um, and, and actually this year we're going to do three of those schools on Friday, kind of a Friday right after lunch, a late Friday afternoon, and a Friday evening. Um, you know, way back, the, the state clinic used to be 
really the big fundraiser for our association. And all the all the coaches understood. You brought your staff down uh, to the state clinic and and paid your your clinic dues, and and that really I think propelled our association for a lot of events uh, that we had each year. Then as the Glacier uh, clinics really took off and they started offering season passes, uh, our state clinic really started to take a hit on attendance. And it was uh, much more economical for a lot of our, our schools across the state. If, if they didn't have a budget or if the athletic department couldn't pay uh, for their clinic dues, they had to choose or was choosing to go to the Glacier Clinic because it was more cost-effective at the staff rate. So I think one of the things that Executive Director uh, Gaddis done at the time was that we need to make sure that we're just him and Dave Land got together and said, why don't we try to just make the clinic dues part of your IFCA membership? Mm-hmm. And so now when guys pay their membership, and I still think the price that, that our coaches have to pay to be an IFCA member um, to get the insurance, um, they get into the, to the all-star game for free and get into our clinic for free mm-hmm. at the cost of $70 is a great deal. Oh, yeah. um, but that's now included and our attendance is now up between eight and 900 coaches a year. And, and I don't think, in my opinion, there's no way that wouldn't have happened if we wouldn't have had some guys on the executive board set. Let's try to make that be part of the membership. Mm-hmm. The last few years we've tried to do the aspiring young head coaches or, or brand new head coaches. And I know uh, we've taken some of our guys with a lot of experience and Ted has, Ted has served on that, but, just trying to find ways to help our, our new, new head coaches or young guys or guys that want to be head coaches and try to give them information to help out. And I think that's been a, a really successful part of our clinic, you know, because of COVID and everything that we've had to go through last year was a virtual clinic, which we've never done before. Um, I'm glad we did it. I, I think it has opened my eyes anyway that, as we move forward that maybe there's some things we can do differently with our clinic to make it bigger and better. And that could be a virtual component. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past summer, uh, Bob Gaddis has always kind of wanted to do a, a football celebration weekend and build it around our all-star game. So it's just not about showing up to Indianapolis for the all-star game. And so we did have a clinic, you know, we didn't have great attendance, but I think it was a great start. We're not going to do that this summer, but at some point in time, maybe we come back to that. And so our committee is always looking for ideas uh, and thoughts from our membership on new things or how to do something better. So never, you know, if you're listening to this and and you're come attend our clinics, you know, please reach out to me or somebody on our committee and we'll, we'll take those ideas and do what we can to always improve. It's not my clinic um, or the committees, it's the IFCA's clinic. We're just servants trying to put a product out there that, that our membership can take care of or have it made available to them and get a lot out of it. Right. You know, okay, this might be a good time. Dave, did you have something? Yeah, I just wanted to say, just to expanding, and maybe I'm getting a little bit ahead of you guys, but uh, 
just an as an example of expanding something I'm really interested and excited about down uh, this coming uh, next weekend is uh, uh, where the introduction of the idea and the concept of eight-man football comes into the picture. That's going to be very interesting to watch that and see how that develops in the state. Uh, there's, there's no question. There's, there, you know, there's been, um, we're always looking ways. How can we get more of our young people involved in the game of football? Um, Robert Falcons, who is our assistant commissioner in charge of football mm-hmm. with the IHSAA, kind of reached out to us and started talking about that. So Kurt Tipman up at Fort Wayne Snyder has been very vital in doing a lot of research. I know Darren Fisher from Whitelands helped him a little bit with that, but mm-hmm. Yes, that is a brand-new part of our, our clinic this year is the eight-man. It'll kind of be separate from the rest of our clinic because it is a, a different game. Right. And, but we are, we are trying to recruit schools in our state to say, hey, if you're interested, IFCA is going to come alongside and help you do everything we can mm-hmm. to help you get your program up off the ground and running. Absolutely. And so that will be on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we'll yeah, actually, I think it's listed from uh, 10 o'clock in the morning to 5.30 in the afternoon yeah. uh, in a separate over in the different suites. But uh, And there's what? You got three uh, out-of-state coaches coming? That is correct. We're, we're bringing in uh, three guys that are eight-man coaches from other states, and they're going to present offense, defensive topic, um, and just some program building and how to get things going. And then Kurt's going to kind of do a work session with, and this just isn't going to be uh, coaches coming in. This is going to be some ADs and principals from these schools coming in, trying to get a feel for mm-hmm. what it's going to take to get eight man started at, the, at their school. And so the, the IHSAA is excited. Our association is excited to get more young people playing the great game of football. What most people don't realize, me included, uh, that the four states surrounding us, Michigan, Illinois, Kentucky, and Ohio, all four of them have eight-man football. Yeah. Correct. And we are, to be, we are only one of 11 states that do not offer eight-man football. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we, there's a lot of people out there with resources that's willing to help us, and we just want to come alongside these schools and these administrators and help it get it off, get up off the ground, and get it rolling. Absolutely, yeah. And the uh, in as far as the bios are concerned, that are on the website, thanks to Bob. Uh, the bios, uh, there are three bios of people that are going to be involved in the eight man football. Yes, yes, and you can find those when you go to the web page for our clinic under bios. You will find them on the Friday morning at 10 o'clock is where we put those bios. Right. So now I think this would be a good time for you. You, you spoke about your committee, uh, the clinic committee. I think, uh, why don't you run, run us through it, your people and what they do and how important they are. Well, you know, we're always trying to make this, you know, if we can get a lot of hands doing a lot of work, it becomes very easy and keep guys in ball for a lot of years. And I'm just so grateful for these guys. Um, Rick Wimmer is, is a co-director with me. He's in charge of getting our, our college speakers. Um, Rick was the head coach at Fishers and is now retired. Kevin O'Shea is the head coach at North Central High School in Indianapolis. Uh, assists Rick with, that, with the college speakers. 
Uh, Mo Moriarty, who's now retired, but Mo has been at several places, including Bloomington South and Carmel. Um, he's in charge of our high school speakers. Ted, you, you've been great for us, coming alongside and really getting our bios up off the ground and running a few years ago. And you're the one that does all the work, and you just send them to me, and then I've got to upload them. But you're the one that takes all the time to do that. And then this year, Keith Kilmer from Lowell, who's also in charge of our room supervisors, and is, going to, and is our second vice president, ready to be our first vice president. He's come alongside and kind of help take care of our high school bios. Um, well, Dave he, Lane, go ahead, Ted. No, he dressed them up, and they look, they are professionally done now. They're not just typed. They are typed and uh, sealed with a ribbon, I'll tell you that. Oh. Well, he's a little he's a little sneaky. He's got some technology skills that I don't think some of us <laughs> are, are capable right. of having. So he he's has a great job. Up. Yes, he has. He is an organized dude, and I'm really grateful for everything that he's done. Yeah. You know, and the guy, the guy, you know, we, we call him Mr. IFCA, um, but, but Dave does, has uh, done so much with our clinic through the years. Dave Land, mm-hmm. um, he does our exhibitors. He's in charge of the hotel, what I would call management, dealing with contracts, setting dates, working with them. And then he's really the finance guy behind the clinic and, making sure that we've got the money to pay our, our not only our speakers, but uh, the vendors coming in and taking care of anybody. Um, you know, it was a big deal for us to go from, from the high school concept of having a clinic in the in-house. Financially, it, it cost us a lot more money, probably money we would all be surprised about if I told you the amount. Um, and I'm not for sure we could have got that done without Dave's help on that. Right. Um, we've, we've mentioned John Mallory. Um, he still does our registration front table. Our membership chairman, Scott Bovenkirk, who's retired, who used to be at South Bend, Washington. He uh, comes alongside and, you know, Bo knows, or both knows music. So he's brought some entertainment to the front table. <laughs> he set the speakers up and he's DJing as we're checking people in. Uh, to the clinic. So those guys have been great. Um, Jason Simmons, just with the daily promotions through news and notes from Ben Davis has been great. We've already talked about Kurt Tipman from Fort Wayne Snyder in the eight man clinic, Gil Spear, um, who has been at Zionsville and uh, coached down at Franklin college. He takes care of our PGP points. And then when I run into some website problems, uh, Darren Fisher from Whiteland helps me with the website, but, um, that's, you know, that's a big group, but you know, for me, I, I would not be involved with the clinic all these years if we didn't have great guys coming alongside and rolling up their sleeves and doing great work for our association. And I, and I hope our membership feels that our clinic gets better every year. And that's our goal. Well, I tell you one thing, just, you know, as I look over the, uh, the agenda for the three days, I am just, you know, and it's been this way and you guys do keep improving it every year, but there's so many different schools that are represented and different speakers and just about any topic that uh, you want to learn more about uh, it's covered at some point somewhere in one of the clinic sessions. So that's, what's always amazing to me as I look this thing over and uh, man, we got Northern Illinois speakers coming in to Paul, Marion, uh, Indian and Wesleyan, and of course the big schools, IU and Purdue are there, as well as uh, Indiana State and Ball State. 
So you guys just hats off to you guys on putting this thing together. Cause it's amazing. It really is. Well, and, and it, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, we, we fluctuate maybe year to year on balance between how many college speakers we should have, how many high school speakers we should have. And it's a mm-hmm. testament to, um, our, our coaches in the, our state and how good they are. But our, our product of players is getting to be so good in the number of, of schools across the country that want to come in now and, and recruit players from the state of Indiana. Mm-hmm. We now have a lot of colleges across the country that want to come in and speak at our clinic. Sure. You know, and so you figure out how do you balance that when, you know, we will make sure we take care of the high school and, so we wanted to make sure we had our own speakers from our state speaking. And we used, we used to have a, you know, what used to be the last session of the clinic, we would have state champions coaches from the, from the state finals. And the session before that would be state runner-ups. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're trying to get notoriety to get getting coaches all across their state. So, you know, I know Ted's done some research on the balance, and we've got 40 college uh, speakers and only 10 high school but, you know, I think part of it is is we're trying to reward guys that recruit our state and come into our buildings and make sure, sure. that they get a chance to be be heard and seen. And we're just trying to take care of everybody. And, you know, it just fluctuates from year to year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're always evaluating, trying to take a look. Is there too many on this end or do we need, need more balance? And so you'll see us change from year to year and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, half of the college speakers are from Indiana State, Ball State, IU, and Purdue because the four head coaches are speaking. Then after that, there are four assistants. Uh, There's four assistants they're bringing with them that will speak for almost an hour So uh, at the different uh, parts. So that's, you know, that's that's half of the uh, college speakers. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then we also try to make sure that Every, every couple of years, all our smaller schools within our state get the opportunity to get in front of our coaches and be, get the opportunity to present. We think that's very important. Oh, yeah. You know, one, one key part that, you know, we haven't brought up yet is the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, they probably maybe, – maybe they've had a bigger impact than our coaches on, on what, what's happened to football in the state of Indiana. And I – I don't want to downplay our high school coaches and how important they are and how good they are, but right. what the Colts have done for for high school football in the state of Indiana is just amazing. And so we got them involved, and they've really been kicking off our clinic the last several years on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And it started with Coach McMahon, the special teams coach. And it, it's really great to just have them come in. And to be honest, a lot of times they don't come in with a PowerPoint or a slideshow they're going to come in and they just put film on right? and then they're just, they're just, they're just running through film and talking about concepts. And, uh, you know, we've had position coaches come in and they, you know, they take you through on how they take film and they're working with the players because obviously it's the player's livelihood. Um, and if they're not earning, getting better and earning paychecks, then they're upset. And so I think it brings a different way of coaching in, for our high school coaches to see. And, you know, they always kick off our clinic. And for the first time, we're going to have a Colts offensive line coach kick it off for us with Chris Strasser this year. So we love what the Colts do do for us, not only for the clinic, but 
throughout the year. They, they do amazing things for us. Well, another thing, too, um, that I think is really important, and we had an example of it here just recently here in Warsaw where, you know, the small, quote-unquote, smaller schools like St. Francis, Trine, Manchester, Anderson, and all of those different schools there, that is such a viable way for our kids to further their education and get part of, if not all of their education paid for, uh, and they still get to play the great game of football, and they play at a high level. I mean, we have national championship teams at those lower levels. St. Francis comes to mind. Uh, uh, Marion University comes to mind. I mean, uh, and for our kids to uh, and our coaches to be exposed to these guys and saying, hey, look, you know, you may not have a kid that's Division One, but you certainly got a kid that can play you know, uh, at, uh, the lower levels of the, of that spectrum. And, uh, like I said, we have a young man here at Warsaw who, uh, you know, started out as a freshman, had a rough go of it as far as it goes to everything in his life. And, uh, he ends up with, uh, getting his education basically paid for as a result of his participation in football. So I think that's really a neat thing too. Well, and I think the other thing that those schools offer is it keeps our young men involved in the game that they love, absolutely. That, that all of us love, and then hopefully some of them end up coaching. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing we're concerned about as an association is maybe some of them will get involved and be officials. Sure. You know, we, we've got to get young people involved in, in helping out and in, in being officials. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that we're trying to foster and come alongside to official associations in our state, but any, anything we can do to keep our young people involved in the game that we all love is, is so critical. And we thank all those schools for oh, who absolutely. they are and what they do. Absolutely. You know, if you, if you want to play football, if you're a high school senior and want to play college football, there is somewhere for you. All you absolutely. have to do is find it or have them find you. Right. Okay. And, um, just, because you, you you know you mentioned the the St. Francis and Marion and and you know those guys are really yeah, really good are. programs now. Okay, I mean Donnelly's been around forever. Absolutely. Okay, and Marion NAIA has won a couple of national championships, mm-hmm. and um, you know Anderson College uh, Anderson College a year ago took us in and saved our bacon, if you will, oh, as yeah. far as the all-star game is concerned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because Jason, who's the all-star director, mm-hmm. couldn't find anywhere that would house our kids right. where we would, where we could, uh, you know, practice and, uh, eat and, uh, stay and everything. And because Anderson, of all the COVID restrictions. Yeah. Exactly. And they, Anderson stepped up. Andrew, you know, and I'm involved in that every year. And I was over there last summer and those Anderson coaches were just went above and beyond the call of duty. And I'll tell you one thing, if I had a son, I would want them playing for those coaches because of the, you know, because of their attitude and because of everything, you know, it's just, uh, there's a place for everybody. Right. Yes, there is. Well, I was talking with coach Bart just a couple of nights ago. We had dinner and, uh, we're talking about uh, the Warsaw kids playing and uh, in the upper levels there. And I think we counted up like we have seven or eight kids over the last four years since Coach Bart's been here that are playing for Trine University. I mean, we're kind of like Trine Junior High down here. I mean, it's really, sure. you know, feeding that program. Now, there's 
a lot of other kids that go a lot of different places, but that's just one example of that. So it's pretty amazing. So Bob, do you want to run through the, uh, you know, that other sheet that we put together that you put together and, uh, kind of break it down. Uh, so people listening, uh, and kind of get an idea. Sure. Sure. So we, we, you know, we talked about the Thursday night concept, um, where the Colts coach is going to kick off. And then this year for the first time, it's going to be, uh, coach Mallory, uh, being a keynote in his Indiana state staff. Um, and, and there's really kind of, we mix in a, a Thursday night social that actually interactive while those speakers are speaking. And then on Friday morning, our board of directors, uh, meeting starts at eight o'clock and we've, uh, bumped our start time up to our college speakers. It's going to start at eight 40. And so some of these smaller schools around our state, uh, that we want to give an opportunity to, they get a chance to start speaking at eight 40. And then that runs through 1130. We've talked about our eight man that starts on Friday at 10 o'clock as well. We'll break for lunch. And then Tom Allen, the head coach at Indiana university will be a keynote. And then his staff is going to speak. And then we've got some, uh, three division one coaches and, and another uh, division two coach from our state university of Indianapolis is going to speak. And then uh, Mike knew the head coach of all state university will be a keynote speaker. Mm-hmm. His staff will come in and speak. And then uh, we're going to uh, break for dinner and then we're going to come back and we have our IFCA awards. Um, and we also do our, our cash prizes. You got to be present to win. Um, and this year, we're adding to not only cash prize giveaways, uh, we've done some hotel rooms for the following year of the clinic. Mm-hmm. This year, we're going to add two TVs into the mix. Oh, wow, great. And so, but you've got to be present to win to get that. Mm-hmm. At that time, also, uh, Robert Falkins will address mm-hmm. our entire uh, membership on just kind of a real quick State of the Union uh, and some thoughts that he has about from the IHSA perspective and things that he wants our, our coaches to know. And then after that, our, our Friday evening keynote is Jeff Brom, the head coach at Purdue university. His guys will speak. And then we're going to bring uh, four high school coaches in to finish our, our evening. And then we have some social time and fellowship time after that. Uh, then Saturday morning, our, our FCA devotional uh, starts at eight 30 Todd Townsend with Central Indiana, excuse me, not IFCA, but Todd Townsend with Central Indiana FCA is going to lead that and and have a devotional for us. He's bringing some coaches in to speak to us on that. And then we've got another round of college speakers that start at 930. More of some of our smaller uh, schools will be doing that. We have another round of high school coaches at 1030. And then we're going to do Chalk Wars. Uh, to finish out the clinic at 11:30, and so we're going to have John Hart, the head coach at Brownsburg High School, with the offensive pin, and then uh, Vince Lighty from Mount Vernon High School, who won the state championship in 4A this year, uh, will be on the defensive side of the ball. Darren Fisher will moderate that chalk war and give them scenarios, and they'll kind of battle back and forth with. Um, with, with thoughts on how they would handle situations against each other. Mm-hmm. And then that really kind of wraps up our clinic. Then we kind of go in. We do have an all-star um, 
North-South All-Star staff meeting right after that. And then the last event of the weekend is a past president's meeting. What other uh, activities do we have connected? Uh, I see that there's one very important one, Dave, uh, that we probably ought to talk about. Right. We got a table that's going to have. Oh yeah. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. No, you go no, ahead. No, you're in, I, you're no. in charge. Well, we're going to have a. I, I believe you're talking about. We're going to have our uh, podcast uh, equipment down there, and we're going to. Uh, be talking to uh, the different coaches, and we're uh, going to start talking uh, with the uh, head coach of the North All-Star team and the South All-Star team. I believe that's what – well, I think we're on the same page with that, right, Ted? Is that where we're – Yeah, we're uh, going to – what we're going to do, we'll interview those two coaches, and basically their job when we interview them is to introduce their assistants. Right. Now, each one of them have nine assistants, Okay. And so we want everybody to be able to hear who these people are, where they are, what they've done, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Because the whole month of March and maybe into the first week of April, Mm -hmm. we are going to be involved with the All-Stars. Because the 6th of March, which is Sunday, the North staff is going to meet at Purdue, Mm -hmm. and they've got... Uh, two senior consultants that's going to go to that meeting. And I'm not sure that'll be a good thing or a bad thing. But anyway, Bridge and Huber are going to Purdue. That's great. And then the South staff is going to go to Bloomington to IU, and they're going to meet, and they will pick the teams. Mm -hmm. So when they pick the teams, there'll be 46 on each each side, Mm -hmm. 46 North, 46 South. And then the assistants, as we go through the month of March, as far as the podcast is concerned, the assistants then, we are going to have them on and have them introduce and talk about their people at their position that they're coaching. Right. So the whole month of March is going to be devoted to the 2022 All-Star Game. Right. And we think that that's going to be a really good thing because we think that's going to generate a lot of interest because it's now, right? you know, uh, I think I said before, you know, 1995 is great, but 2022 is now. Right. And, um, you know, I just think, uh, I think, you know, I just think this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And see, we've already contacted, I think Bob, if I'm not mistaken, or you have, uh, the keynote speakers, Yes. Uh, yes. They have uh, they have consented to talk to us. Uh, yes. They will interview them for the podcast, and we'll use that as we go along. Uh, the podcast we're we're going to have a table. Uh, we're going to have a sign, and we're going to have a banner, yep. and we're going to have our nice new shirts on. Right. And um, we're going to try to sell that uh, this podcast, the IFCA pod, official podcast is the voice of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And uh, at the table, we will have uh, papers laying there and a box Mm -hmm. that they can fill out if they have an idea about what they think would be a good podcast for a week. Right. All right, just to give you an idea. I, I I talked to Bob James from LaPorte. I don't know, maybe a month ago. Right. 
And he said, I've got a great idea for you. We call it the James game. Okay. Bob's been at report for a long time. He's got three sons. All right. In 2007, now these dates may not be exactly right, but 2007, I think it was Tyler played in the all-star game. Mm-hmm. 2009, Bob coached in the all-star game and his other, and his, uh, another son was the manager. And then a couple, three years later, his other son played in the all-star game. So that will be one of the special podcasts that we will do. And that's the kind of thing that we're looking for, Right. that we're looking for the human interest side of it. And, you know, and, um, you know, we always have the all-star game to fall back on, but uh, it's just something that uh, we think is is important. Well, and, and I think, too, and um, Coach, you can chime in on this also, that there's so many stories to be told about our this, this program, the football programs throughout the state. There's so many legendary characters that are involved in it and so many people that made contributions that uh, I don't think we can run out of stories as far as it goes to uh, uh, the stories that can be told about Indiana high school football and, uh, you know, some of the um, events and things that have taken place, everything from state championships to stories about, uh, you know, different teams and like Laporte would be an example of it. I mean, every school's got those stories. And if we can ferret those out and get those on the air, I think those are, first of all, it's part of our history and it's a record of our history. And uh, the what you guys have done with the website is just absolutely outstanding, as we were talking about earlier. Um, and that's a, a record that people can listen to and that they can reflect back on and it's going to have an impact on for for generations we hope so that's the the goal well and we're just so grateful for both of you guys and what you're willing to do with our podcast and you're right it's just the tip of the iceberg there's so much out there that we need to share and people need to hear and we're just grateful for what you two guys are doing to try to make this happen well it's an honor it's an honor to do this so yeah i'd also like to bring up the past president's committee Mm-hmm. Uh, that was put together. Uh, I just happened to be a part of it. That's what happens when you get old. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, and it's it was and it's dedicated to the Hall of Fame. And Jeff Adamson is the chairman of the committee. Scott Bobenkirk's really the brains of the outfit. Uh, Bob Bridge has been involved with the All Star uh, with the Hall of Fame forever. He wrecked two cars uh, coming back from Richmond <laughs> or gone to Richmond. I don't know. And I was in one of those. Oh, yeah. Were you? <laughs> I was in one of those vehicles. But it, it didn't deter him. didn't deter him. He's still hammering it in there. So, right. anyway, um, you know, I, I mentioned Jeff and Scott and Bob, and uh, I know Bart Curtis has become a member of that, of that committee, and uh, Leroy Marsh has been a Brad Smith. Uh, I said myself, and uh, we ah. have just uh, we have just added our Hurley uh, to the committee. Oh yeah, and uh, Jason Simmons was on it. But uh, Jason Simmons probably has enough to do already. Uh, I would imagine uh, since he's got a family and he's trying to coach football and does all the work for us on the news and notes, and he's the executive vice president. So anyway, uh, it's just a heck of a committee. And, uh, you know, the committee has, has been very, very good about the switchover from the, 
the old website to the new website. And, uh, it's just, you know, uh, we just keep, we just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that website is going to be something that we need to showcase and talk a lot about down at the clinic and let, uh, get the word out to all of our members that, Hey, here's a source that you can take a look at and just, you know, spend hours if you want to, uh, uh, just rolling around in Indiana high school football history. I mean, it's that, it's that you guys have done such a great job putting it together. So that's my, you know, one other thing, Bob, before, so we don't forget it, the meals. Yes. Uh, and I, I had that down, Yeah, you know, in just trying to serve our, our membership and help them out. We've worked with the hotel that on Friday at lunchtime, they're going to do a, what they're calling a, a taco buffet. And I believe it's around thirteen dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our, I guess our concern is is that trying to get as many speakers as we can uh, jammed into the clinic and give them opportunities. Sometimes it's tough to take a lunch break and you, you want to go eat. And sometimes, right where we're at at the hotel, there's not a places. We know there's food court. But, right. Uh, the hotel's working with us, uh, offering a, a lunchtime buffet on Friday at lunch, and then a box to go dinner. It's got some tremendous uh, meal options for about the same price. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing really over $13 for Friday evening um, that you don't even have to leave the hotel. Yeah, you right. can do everything right there, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. It's there. You don't have to get out. You're stuck in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, when we, when we do our awards program on Friday night after dinner, we want as many members to be there as possible. Um, if we didn't think it was important, we wouldn't be doing all the giveaways mm-hmm. that we're doing. And, uh, I know Mr. Falcons appreciates when, when he can talk to a full house and mm-hmm. have that there. And I know, uh, a lot of our, most of our coaches in the state, how they feel about Tom Allen kind of being a local product in our state, yes. playing high school football here. And he's going to kick it off right after lunch. And we're just trying to provide an opportunity for our membership to, uh, eat right there at a, at a good price for indie, indie prices and, and not miss out on anything in our clinic. Absolutely. Well, Coach- okay. I don't know any, anything to wrap it up here, Bob. I know you've got uh, a couple, three ideas that we talked about that, um, you know, I think on the sheet, I said, we need help. There's the bottom of the sheet. Uh, we talked about, uh, the fact that, um, you know, the formal dinner you had talked about and, uh, can you, you want to extend? Yeah. So, um, we're always looking and this just isn't a state clinic thing, but for our association in general, we want to get new blood and bring new guys involved that want to get involved. And, And I'm so grateful. I shared with you a young, me being a young coach all those years ago and, getting the opportunity. If you want to get more involved with the IFCA, uh, we believe the state clinic is a great way to do that. So uh, get involved. That's uh, Keith Kilmer doing the room supervisors. We get a lot of guys trying to get their feet wet and help us out that way. But we want, we want kind of, what you want to say new blood, young blood involved to help keep our association strong for many, many years to come. So it's something you'd like to get involved with. Please just reach out to, myself or anybody on the executive board and we would love to get you involved you know with just different concepts and ideas we've talked for a lot of years 
and I know the AFCA does this at their national convention of doing a, a kind of a formal dinner to recognize some of their their award winners. And we've talked about that, but you know, how do you fit that into our schedule that we've got already? Um, so any ideas on that, we would love to hear. Um, or any ideas in general about the clinic that you think would make that better, please reach out. You know, I just want to say I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to be involved with the clinic all these years. Uh, I love the IFCA, mm-hmm. and I, I, I just have a desire to serve, to follow in the footsteps. And so many great coaches that have brought our, our association to where it is today. And, and I just, the networking, and I guess that's something else I would say to guys that want to get involved. You know, when you get involved in our association, whether it's an all-star game, helping state clinic, or some other things we may have available, the networking and the friendships that you establish is just invaluable. Um, I, I know I've gotten so much closer to, to Coach Huber because of my time serving with the IFCA, and I'm just so grateful for that. And there's so many guys I could go down the list that I'm grateful that they're involved in my life and can't say thank you enough to the IFCA for the opportunity to, to help out and, and serve our membership. Absolutely. Started with Hub Etchison and his boys. And, uh, of course, the Hall of Fame started with the, uh, the Richmond Mafia, if right. you will, that uh, John Friend talks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the picture with the four guys in their gold coats. Right. And, uh, you know, it just, uh, our, you know, Mr. IFCA for 35 years, the job that Bob Gaddis has done since he's been the executive director. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just, you know, the guys like Bob that uh, devote uh, so many hours and so much effort uh, because they love IFCA and because they love coaching. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Hopefully, uh, I have, uh, I have, uh, you know, shown that that is the way I feel about it too. Absolutely. And, uh, we just got, uh, you know, it's the greatest organization, uh, coaching organization, uh, in the state of Indiana without question, right. because football guys don't care who gets the credit, you know, mm-hmm. they don't have secrets. They, right. they'll share with anybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, Obviously, we're not putting down our brothers uh, that bounce the balls and all that stuff. But uh, uh, football is football, and uh, uh, it's that's why we're here. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, coach, is that uh, are we at the any point? Anything go else, uh, Coach Prescott? No, I, I, I'm sure there there there's things that I missed, and if I missed anybody and didn't thank them, I apologize for that. But. It, it is really kind of a big undertaking and oh, yeah. how much our clinic has grown and evolved, but mm-hmm. it's not one person. There are so many people that, like I said, I probably didn't mention, and I know I didn't mention, but there, there's so many people involved and that's just a, it's a great weekend of fellowship mm-hmm. and networking and, and football and X's and O's and so many things have come from that. And, you know, I, you know, I guess I would be, when you start talking about the registration table, uh, you know, it's always, um, you know, and I, you know, Paul Logan always sat with us down at that registration table, mm-hmm. you know, and, and would be involved and he's no longer with us. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we'll, we'll reminisce some Paul stories this, this weekend coming sure. up, 
you know, as we sit down there with the group of us that help bring people in and mm-hmm. check people in, but, you know, he, he's dearly missed. And like I said, it's, as, as Ted said, it's the greatest organization in the state. Um, yeah. I'll put it up against any organization in the country yeah. and how organized we are. And I know uh, Dave and, and Dave Land and Bob Gaddis get a chance to go to some national uh, meetings. And they always come back and say, we are so far ahead of the game mm-hmm. compared to some other states. And that that's credit to the men that have, have been involved in our association and brought it along to where we're at today. Right. So I challenge our younger people. I challenge them to get involved right. and support what we're doing and don't take for granted that this just happens because it doesn't. Right. Exactly. And uh, our boy at Tell City will tell you that too. You bet. Joe Talley from Tell City is behind us 100%, and he's looking down on us, and we're better because. Absolutely. Absolutely. Amen, brother. Yeah. Coach um, Prescott, thanks so much for being with us, and thank you for, I mean, when you look over the schedule and what it takes to do all this, uh, you're right, it takes a group of people, but it also takes a leader to lead the people, and you just do an outstanding job of that. So I can't, we can't say enough about uh, what you do and uh, making this whole thing work because it is a gigantic uh, project to pull off, and uh, you, you do it well, my brother. No question well, right there. Uh, I would just say committee, committee, committee. They're right. the ones that they do all the work. I just kind of sit back and let them do their thing. <laughs> you know that's not really true. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah. All right. Well, I tell you what, I think I'm going to cue our exit music here. And uh, we're going to head out of here. So we want to, again, thank uh, Coach Prescott. We want to encourage all of our members to get down to the clinic and to appreciate all the different events that are going to be taking place at the clinic. And, uh, you know, like you say, uh, Coach Prescott, you run into coaches you've known for years and you give a chance to sit down and visit with them and talk to them and maybe talk about uh, the X's and O's. Uh, and also, what's more important and above anything else, I think, is the Jimmys and Joes and the impact all you guys have on these young people and giving them a positive a role model and a positive state of mind to go out there and conquer all the challenges that we're all faced with. So I hats off to all of our coaches and get down to the clinic and uh, uh, just enjoy uh, the whole uh, three days there starting March 10th, 11th, and 12th. And as Ted said, we'll be down there and we'll have our recording equipment and we'll be able to talk to you too. So thanks everybody and have yourself a great week and we'll see you at the clinic.